Welcome again to Our Street. Lynn Fisher with my buddy, Kurt Elder, as always. Kurt, how are you doing today? I'm well, Lynn. Thank you so much. It's, uh, it is nice that the sun is staying out longer on some of these cool days and it makes, makes life a lot easier. It does, yeah. Spring is almost ready to spring here. So <laughs> so we have a return guest today. We have Dylan Wren coming back. Hi, Dylan. Hi, how's it going, Lynn? Hi, Kurt. Good. And so, Dylan, you're with the American Job Center. Maybe we can get some even more specific uh, source material from you. Can you just give our listeners a little bit of background uh, about yourself? I guess nine or eight years now. So I, I started in Department of Labor doing this work, and I spent some time in Kansas uh, doing this very work, running two job centers there, and here I am, so. Well, kind of tell us the background. Uh, what is the American Job Center, and what's the Workforce Investment Board, and kind of give us the whole yeah. the whole background, the whole so ecosystem. The, yeah, so yeah. the American Job Center is a place that connects job seekers with employers and so this place uh lincoln nebraska is not the only place there's over 2400 centers across the, the nation they're all funded by the u.s department of labor and the goal is is that it's a one-stop shop when you come into the center we're going to coordinate services with other federal programs that help people get jobs and so the city of lincoln runs four programs in our center um so we run a program that helps uh, primarily low-income adults. And we have one that helps individuals that have been laid off from, from their job. And then we have one that helps young adults explore career opportunities and enter the workforce. And then the last one is Ticket to, to Work, and that helps individuals with disabilities uh, maybe work for the first time. And so that also takes into factors, you know, like what benefits they're receiving from Social Security insurance and how to make sure that uh, there's not a cliff effect there. So uh, those are the four programs we run, but we work with about 20 different organizations that administer workforce services. And so it's really complicated to, to navigate through that. So when you come in, our navigators are gonna, gonna assist you in identifying what your goals are. So a lot of the customers we come at, that come into the center um, just wanna use our resource room. They wanna file for unemployment. They might wanna print a resume or search for jobs. Uh, Len, it looks like you've got a question before I keep going. I'm just listening and I and uh, I, I always have questions. So that's, uh, that I'll, I'll always have some. I, I'm just curious, I'll just, I'll throw this out there. So in, in Lincoln, I think the unemployment rate has gone up slightly, but we've been hovering around 2.456%. It might be a little bit more than that, but it's, I mean, nationwide, we're one of the lowest places in the country in terms of unemployment rate. So I'm curious, the people that you're serving, are they having difficulty in specific ways that are keeping them from being able to find those uh, those jobs out there? Because there's there's a you know huge demand for workers. Well, one of the key things about the American Job Center is hopefully we're not just helping you find a job, but we're hoping helping you find something that's going to help you advance um and earning a living wage we call those career pathways where you start here and then with a little experience or ed education then you can get a little bit better paying job and so on and so forth so um that's one of the key things about if you work with us at the center is that we're going to help you find a job that's going to help you with earning a living wage um so, so it's just not 
for those persons that don't have a job. Let's say that I have a job and I'm making a certain wage and I want to have a better life, but I don't know really really how to get started and college may not be the answer for me. I can come to the center and, and just get some pointers, some direction, or, or, or perhaps, you know, take advantage of some other things and just get into a, get into a pathway. Yeah, absolutely, Kurt. Uh, that's one of the reasons the workforce board extended our hours. So on Mondays and Tuesdays, we now open at 7 a.m. and close at 6 p.m., um, which was a big deal for us. Most American job centers don't ever make that late because, you know, it's it's government work and, and people want to work eight to five and it's complicated. So, um, yeah, if you already have a job and you need a better one, the American Job Center is a great place to come and get that assistance. And oftentimes you might still qualify for for some of the training programs that we offer. So and tell us more about that. So if somebody somebody needs training in order to move themselves to a better position, et cetera, what explain what you offer and how that helps people. Yeah, Lynn. So uh, getting back, you know, most of the people that come into the center just use the resource room and they get help there. But when we're visiting with our customers, oftentimes it becomes apparent that uh, maybe their skills don't match the, the workforce. And so then that's when we might offer up training services. And so if you go to ajc.lincoln.ne.gov, you can see all the courses that we'll, we'll pay for. Um, so we pay for a huge selection of uh, associate's degrees over at Southeast Community College. Um, we also offer um, a couple courses or classes that we can offer at, let's see, I think we've got Brian Health. Um, let's see, I'll look at the list right now. We've got, uh, yeah, Brian College of Health Sciences, Bellevue University, Doan University, uh, Southeast. Um, we've got one program at uh, UNL. We've got some programs at Southeast and Wahoo. And then there's also uh, several programs that help people get truck driver uh, license. So uh, there's a, a large variety of, of different things that we can help an individual get the skills so they can enter the workforce. I'm going to people find. Go, go ahead, Lynn. Thank you. I'll, I'll ask this. I'll just ask this question right quick. When we look at, you know, just because I'm taking a look at the list as as well, and then it's an and it's an exhaustive list. Um, there's always people have a passion and they want to get better, um, but there's also just those critical jobs that we need. This just those mm -hmm. high needs jobs. Um, so, <clears throat> do you do you offer a higher benefit for helping people get into those high 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 needs jobs, or is it just uh, everyone's equal? How does that work? Uh, well, I mean, I guess uh, a personal comment, I think that all jobs deserve respect and dignity Thank and you. they should they should all pay a, a living wage. But unfortunately, we don't live in a society that that does that. You know, we need we need people to do all these different kinds of work so that as a society, we can function. Um, the American Job Center is really here to help balance that scale because there's there's a lot of people in our community that work really hard and they the connection between hard work and reward I think is often broken and so uh, what we're going to do is we're going to look at labor market information we're going to look at what the high demand occupations are in our city we're going to look at what the wages are the median earnings of those and then we're going to assume that you're just going to do an average job 
Um, and so uh, that that formula is going to help ensure uh, a certain amount of success once we complete that training. Sure. Um, sorry. Go ahead. So, Dylan, just let's talk about the different jobs that are that you find are, are out there. You you obviously talk to employers and they're looking to fill certain jobs. Give us a sense of the different categories of jobs that are available that employers are having a hard time to fill. Are they are on the are they in the low pay scale, the middle, above, or are they spread out? How's it work? Well, I'd say from from what we're seeing and hearing from employers is it's it's all across the board. I mean, entry level jobs with uh, retail or food service. I mean, those are vacant, but also we work with. Uh, tech companies and stuff, they're also looking for, for people there that just don't qualify and everything in between. So uh, a lot of people that we help get jobs end up enter, entering the manufacturing. And and I know that, that they're also screaming for employers. So it seems like across the board, at least from our perspective is, uh, it, it's a great time to look for a job uh, right now, if you, if you want a job, I think there's a job to be had right now. I think last time I I pulled in numbers in the state of Nebraska, there are at least two jobs for every job seeker. So, so everybody that comes to your resource center that is looking to find a connection with a job, you should must have a 99% success rate. <laughs> um, you know, you would think that Lynn, uh, it, it's, it's kind of complicated in tracking those outcomes if they're not enrolled in one of our training programs. Um, so I couldn't tell you exactly, but I'd, I'd say with one of our training programs, there's about an 80% placement rate where where we actually track their um, working with Department of Labor, uh, we get information on if they work the second and fourth quarter through wage records. So, um, but if you just come into the center today, um, I I don't know, because a lot of times it's those soft touches. Sure, sure. What would, what would be the barriers to not having someone connect with a job? What kinds of things prevent people from making that connection? Well, one of the things, I mean, Transportation is a huge barrier. If you don't have a car, um, that can be a challenging thing. Um, Childcare is also a huge thing that's keeping people from participating in the workforce. Um, and, and a lot of times it doesn't even make sense for families um, if, if they have a spouse at home taking care of the children because childcare is just so expensive. Um, I think also, you know, I think sometimes uh, the individuals are serving just don't know they might be working for the first time like this might be a young adult or this might be someone that was uh, formerly involved with the justice system um, or you know uh, somebody that just hasn't worked in a long time or they're coming um, back to the labor force yeah right? or they're coming yeah or they're coming you know maybe they were retired and now that for some reason has happened and they have to go back to work and and so one of the things that we try to help individuals with is just learning workforce, like workplace culture uh, and soft, you know, learning soft skills and stuff like that. I think that those sometimes can be a barrier to people getting getting jobs, too, if they don't understand that. So, well, that makes whole sense there. 
Well, and I know we're getting closer to our um, uh, middle break, but I, I really want to learn more about about the about the American Job Center, how it how the site was selected, and X Y Z go down that road. Would you mind if we take an early break? Yeah, let's do it. So we're going to take a short break here. So for our listeners, we're talking with Dylan Wren, who's uh, with the American Job Center. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Welcome back to Our Street. Lynn Fisher and Kurt Elder uh, chatting today with Dylan Wren, who is uh, with the American Job Center. And uh, Dylan was going to tell us here uh, for the second half of our show about the American Job Center's new location and some of the uh, the new features. So, Dylan, you have the floor. All right. Well, Lynn, we've officially moved and we're open for business. We're at uh, 1330 N Street. For those of you that uh, remember the old Eagle parking garage, that's where we're at, right across from Bennett Martin. Our entrance is actually on 14th Street, not N Street. So that sometimes is confusing, but uh, this is a, a, a huge uh, investment from the city to get this going. Uh, The American Job Center received some of uh, Lincoln's American Rescue Plan funds in in the amount of about $1.5 million. There's a total investment really of about $2.7 million. So this center has been designed with our community's needs in mind. Uh, There was a, a lot of a lot of data went into selecting the site, starting off with just like proximity to the people that can use the center, public transport, proximity to other uh, agencies that provide similar services. Um, your very own Kurt Elder actually helped us uh, with some of that, uh, with that data in choosing a general location. Um, but then in addition to that, we also partnered with Wichita State University to do some focus groups. And so they they interviewed our customers, they interviewed our staff, they interviewed our partners. Uh, they also sent secret shoppers into our old place to collect feedback. And then they provided us with a report. And so a lot of the elements and suggestions that they made from that initial study were incorporated into to the design of this uh, space. Tell us what was the biggest surprise uh, coming out of the study. What what surprised you that you just didn't think would uh, would be in there? Well, I, I don't know if there was a a surprise. If you're familiar with our old, old location, we were at uh, Education Square downtown in, in the Southeast Community College building, and one of the one of the obvious things that we wanted to rectify is. Uh, our biggest partner, Department of Labor, was on the other side of the building. And so um, the study obviously had a lot of like feedback on on having to go across the mall to get to the other side. But I guess some of the things that we incorporated is we created a menu of services. A lot of times people come into the center and they're there because they think we only do unemployment. And this menu shows all of the services. It shows that we're not we're not an unemployment office. We're a tri- we're an employment center. So um, we did that. We've also made changes with uh, the the secret shoppers. Really made it clear that we needed to do more for English language learners. Um, and so we've translated a lot of our content into 
some of the languages that are spoke most in our community. We've uh, we upgraded our website so it can translate um, for our community. We've also um, got uh, better at, we, we work with uh, Language Link now to do translation services. So if you come in today and English isn't your first language or your preferred language, we can actually get a translator um, most likely right there on the spot and we'll, uh, we'll call them and so uh, that was one of the things that I think we realized needed to be improved. Um, another thing that that needed to be improved, and this wasn't solved by our our moving of the location, but it was with technology, is that people would come into the center and say you uh, maybe had a disability. We we might say, well, you should talk to Nebraska VR or the Commission for the Blind and Visually Impaired, and that was it. Um, now we've provided our staff with with better training so that way they can help them take the first steps to to connecting to those services and providing something that's meaningful um, when they first come in because coming to the center sometimes can be a really uh, challenging and scary thing and we want to give people a sense that they accomplished something we all so how do you reach out go, go ahead, ahead. Kurt. no go ahead Lynn. so how do you reach out uh, dylan and let people know that you have these services that you ha have your location and educate folks about the resource so that they can take advantage yeah so we have uh, an outreach specialist and they they go around to um, different community-based organizations to do outreach and work with our schools and then we also have a business service rep who works with our employers um, and we haven't really talked about employers but we we do offer a, a wide variety of solutions for employers too and, and all of these services um are provided at no cost so wow so so um, I was, just tell, go ahead Len. tell us more about the 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 outreach specialist services to businesses who who have the need i mean this is obviously <clears throat> We talked about that earlier in the show. There's a huge need for employers to find employees. So what what do you offer and how does it work? Yeah, so we take a team approach. We are part of uh, Employee LNK. It's a group that's uh, led out by Prosper Lincoln slash the chamber. And so what they do is they bring together all of these uh, agencies that help people get jobs. So that's anything from Catholic social services to um, I don't know, Proteus and everybody in between. And so we get together and we have these monthly calls where um, usually two employers talk, we talk about um, trends that we're seeing um, and solutions there. And so from there, uh, services are in theory coordinated out so that if, if you're meeting with someone from a different agency, hopefully we, we're familiar with it that we can connect them with not just our services, but other services in our community so that they're leveraged. Gotcha. You mentioned, you, go ahead, Kurt. No, Dylan, you had mentioned, you know, <clears throat> that, you know, this is a brand new center and, and, and I've seen some of your posts and I think that I had either, either you, you told me or I read it, that this is the nicest job center that you've seen. <laughs> yeah. One of the things that I like to do when I travel is, uh, if you ask my wife, I, I want to drive by the, the American Job Center and see what it, it looks like wherever <laughs> we're at. Um, and I've seen a lot of them, and typically they are usually like 
put in old schools or old doctor's offices. Um, but rarely do you actually have an opportunity to create something from, from just scratch. And, and that's what happened here. Uh, everything was, if you go into the center and you don't like it, um, it, well, hopefully that doesn't happen, but <laughs> there was a lot of thought put into it. So, uh, when you come into the center, we've got a, a kid's waiting area, uh, and an adult waiting area. We've got, um, uh, a spot for people to wait now. We didn't have that before. We've got uh, a system to help people get in and out quicker. Our navigators have been trained to to help with that. We've also used technology. We have a program matcher. So if you don't know what you need, um, which you can do this on our website, uh, ajc.lincoln.ne.gov, and it will tell you uh, which programs you might likely qualify for by just answering uh, questions over about takes about five minutes and so gotcha. when you do that uh, one of our navigators will actually uh, follow up with you they'll send you an email and be like hey we saw you completed this do you want to come in and, and visit with us so, um, so so just to keep building off that piece to because we're on a roll here um so we have one center within the city of lincoln and omaha has one center I recently did a project with you in which I saw that some communities have multiple centers throughout their community. Mm -hmm. um, Lincoln probably won't get to be that size where we need multiple centers at that same level, but are there satellite offices that that could go into smaller community spaces throughout the neighborhood so it would be less of a burden? Is that a yeah. model that's been implemented other places? Yeah, that, so that's something that we, uh, we actually send someone down um, to several different uh, library sites uh, on a monthly basis. Um, that we were actually sending them to Bennett Martin, but that doesn't make any sense anymore since we're across the street. Um, and we're not doing this anymore, uh, but we're still open to meeting with people is Wahoo and Ashland are in our service area. We were sending someone up there on a routine basis, but there just wasn't any demand for for those job seeker services up there. And so uh, right now, we, we will take appointments if, if you live in Saunders County and, and you don't want to drive to Lincoln, we'll we'll drive up there and meet with you at the library or community action. Nice. How long, how long has the new center been open? We've been open since the 11th of December. And our first month, uh, so last year in, or sorry, I said December, January 11th is when we opened. Oh. Um, so in January of last year, we served uh, 445 people. And this year we served 600 plus people at the new site. So um, there's been a lot of interest in, in the, the new facility. We have plans to take take uh, stock of, of the results of people coming in, signing up, looking for resources, whatever you're offering them. Are, are you doing some follow-up to see what kind of uh, uh, job situation they end up with? Uh, yeah, so like I said, Lynn, if, if they don't uh, follow up into our training services, it, it's really, we just don't have the staff to follow up with everybody that, that comes in. At this point, we, I, I couldn't tell you with an absolute, what, what, what has happened to all of them. I, I would, um, thinking positively, if we don't see them again, we assume that they've got a job. You know, uh, just, just to throw it out there, because uh, we are both uh, uh, 
government employees, uh, so civil servants, is that <laughs> if you have phone numbers or things of that nature, we can always try to text blast or send messages, and I would gladly help you with that, and you know that. Yeah, I, I would like that. We we uh, we do use a, a system where we can send text messages, to, and we use that to remind people of their appointments. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that we let's talk about that, Kurt. Sounds good. So, so you are, you and the center are at, you know, you're at a brand new start place. Um, what kind of, what's the feeling amongst the board about this success? What's, what's their next big hope for the broader employment uh, arena that you're involved with? How are they and the AGC moving forward to the next thing? That's a big question, a little bit to unpack, yeah. but, but I'm just I'm just going to give you a chance just to free talk. Yeah, so I, I think the Workforce Board is, first off, we're really excited about this. This has been in the making for a really long time, um, longer than I've, I've been in this position. So um, th this is really an incredible time for, for them. Uh, but talking about what's next, I think that the Workforce Board has already shifted into this, and that is they've been sponsoring what we call uh, incumbent worker training and customized training. And that's where they're working with employers, help them upskill their, maybe their current workforce or potential people that could enter their workforce. And so, as, as you know, Lincoln is a resettlement community. There's a lot of new neighbors that are, that are coming here and, and we wanna help them thrive. And so, the Workforce Board has already started doing this by building partnerships with agencies that that are well suited to help. And so one example is uh, we've been working with Gardner Industries, Instinct Pet Food, uh, Kawasaki to uh, and, and actually just last month they approved uh, a contract with Cornhusker Hotel and with Bryan Health. And what they're doing is uh, in these workplaces, there's a lot of individuals that English language is a challenge for them. And so uh, partnering with Lincoln Literacy, they're going into the workplace and they're training them and teaching them English um, while they're getting paid. Oftentimes they're getting paid overtime to do this. And so we've had a huge amount of success with um, individuals being able to get promoted within their uh, current company at Kawasaki. This has happened several times where individuals uh, master English and now they're able to move up to a more advanced mm -hmm. uh, work line or even a supervisory uh, situation. Um, yeah, go ahead. You know, it, it, this, this just seems like a just a really cool facility in that you, 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 you're reaching out in a number of different ways. And, and I know that city has other you know, outreach efforts for example, the Commission on Human Rights, they go out into high schools and they talk to kids. And I'm, I'm sure it'd be pretty easy just to put in a piece of your program into some of their efforts because job stability, you know, leads to greater housing stability, which leads to, you know, overall stability. So it just seems like there's just a lot of uh, touch points that good information can be used um, out in the broader community. I couldn't agree more. I think... And we were uh, working with a Ukrainian refugee the other day, and he was saying in in Ukraine, like there's uh, most of the systems are like 
share information and he didn't understand why he needed to keep giving all of these different agencies his information um and, and not saying that that's what we should be doing here but it it is hard because there's a, there are so many agencies in our community that do really great work um but oftentimes we don't know what each other are doing um and so anything we can do to to coordinate those efforts and leverage our resources i think is a win for everyone great great dylan would you give people your website again and contact information as we wrap up here so that they know how to contact you yeah absolutely our website is ajc.lincoln.ne.gov you can give us a call at uh, 402-441-1640 that's 402-441-1640 um, you can schedule appointments on our website if you want to meet with a career planner or if you just want to reserve a computer um, and you can also take the the program matcher to learn about what what programs might be a good fit for you, you can learn about our services there um, yeah come, come check out the new center we're also going to be having a ribbon cutting ceremony i guess we're not cutting a ribbon we're going to have a grand reopening ceremony on uh, february 23rd at 10 o'clock um it's going to be a uh, an exciting day. Mayor Leary is going to be doing a speech. Um, John Albin, the Commissioner of Labor, will be there. Um, our poet laureate actually wrote a poem for this moment. He's going to be sharing that. We've got some customers that will be sharing their experience. And the Secretary of the United States Department of Labor will be there as well. So, wow. Um, it, and that's again February 23rd at 10 o'clock. And, and you're at 1330 N Street. Yep. Very good. Well, Dylan, thanks so much for coming on. We really appreciate all the information and wish you luck and uh, and uh, further success as you as you move forward with the uh, with the new center. Thank you for your time. All right. And to our listeners, thanks for spending some uh, time with Kurt and me here on the program. We'll see you next week on our street.